Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Jamie. And this is America's Ass is a Gal cast. My boo boos. I, miss- I missed you guys. Oh, my goodness. It, okay, OG6 Plus, it has literally been weeks. Weeks. It's terrible. Yes. Since we've seen each other because of internet problems and scheduling and just life. Like literally. We've talked. I mean, we talk every day, but like every to day. see their beautiful faces, it's been a long time. How yeah. are you? How are, how are you guys doing? What's new? Good. How are you? Just busy. But yeah, how are you, Miss yeah. uh, Rockstar? Yeah. Oh. Passed like, my test psh. today. Yeah, of course. We totally knew you were going to lose that. <laughs> okay, so full disclosure, you know, it's a paraprofessional test. It's not super hard. But for somebody who hasn't been in school for what, what, see, 97, mm. 98, 98 was the last time I ever set foot in a school setting. So, yeah, yeah. it could be intimidating. You don't want to know how old I was. So, <laughs> So, I mean, it's been a, a cool couple, you know, couple decades. It's been a while. So I was really nervous. So I just, I bought this book on Amazon and I studied it from front to cover for the paraprofessional test and um, just kept she rocked it. studying, studying. Yeah, I got, I got almost a perfect score. I was, I missed four, four. Oh, I missed four. Almost Did they tell you what four amazing. you missed? I missed four <laughs> points. Uh, they told they're all spelling questions, all spelling oh. questions, which, yeah. Are you surprised? No, I'm not. Nobody is. We, I'm a terrible speller. Always have been. So that's what autocorrect is for. That's weird. <laughs> Amy and I were talking about that earlier. We're like, I asked Suri how to spell shit all the time. And before that, before I had a smartphone, I have, I am not shitting you. I still have it somewhere. I'm not going to look for it now in my, all my books, but I have my pocket dictionary. I'd keep in my purse. No joke. So funny um, how you ask Siri to spell stuff. Mm-hmm. Dad will ask either Siri or Alexa um, when he is like writing out the bills. Like I'll be downstairs and down here working mm-hmm. and I'll hear him like ask one of them the questions. How do you spell 80? <laughs> <laughs> or like something like so, that. Oh have you God, spelled hundred? <laughs> right. But it's like, yeah, Alexa, how do you spell 88 or I don't know, whatever, like number. I will not get an Alexa. Uh-uh. I, we got it as gifts. I'm not a conspiracy theory kind of gal, but there's just something about an Alexa that's just kind of creepy. I understand. That oh, I she for a- sure listens. Oh, I absolutely. Know, right? I mean, like there are times of- it'll be like, and I was like, Bitch is listening. Right. Bitch, All the time I'm want, like, bitch, nobody's talking to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't want her listening in on, you know, me screaming at the kids to pick up their fucking toys. Plus, if we did have one, my kids would drive me crazy with it. They would drive me nuts. My 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 son would be playing Mr. Roboto like every five minutes, and my daughter would want the Mario Kart theme song. Like, seriously, yeah. that's Nugget. all my life would be. Nugget already knows to to have it play hot dog. Does he? he literally will go up to it and he doesn't like say her name or anything yet, thank God, but he'll go mm-hmm. hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot dog. And I'm like, <laughs> she's fucking sleeping. Hot dog is not playing. Right. Oh man. You know, my kids, they got into they might be giants because of the hot dog song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so because of the hot dog song. Then they have here comes your one, two, threes, Navy C's or something like that. But they have like a whole series of like kid albums that we. Oh, I had no idea. Yes. Wow. And they are. It's terrific. Absolutely terrific. You got to have Wait, Alexa. Play I'll it have for to him. look into it. Yeah, yeah. I have to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what else? What else? What else? Uh, that's about it. I think I just, you know, my life has been that you guys. What have you been yeah, up just to? Been, just Alyssa, been your eye, busy. your eyes look gorgeous. Your eyebrows oh, look you. terrific. Thanks. 
had them tinted last night. Ooh. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Microblading out of the question. Too expensive. <laughs> for now. For, absolutely. for now. But you know what we will do? When we hit 100 episodes, we do have to go get a tattoo. The three of us. It'll probably be my first one. All right. I don't have any. If you manage all of the poking and the needles that you went <laughs> through to have nugget, right? This will be a yes. piece of cake. You know. All right. All right. All right. Okay, ladies. I have no Marvel news. Uh, I didn't look it up. And that's okay. But we have another segment. I was going to wait for that. You can wait, but I'm just saying in replace of Marvel news, we have a new segment. We'll see if it works. It definitely works for episode one. It kind of works for episode two. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Because we're recording both episodes one and two tonight. So yeah, I got my coffee um, at 8.42 at night. So we will see. Sweet Jesus. (laughs) I'll edit as soon as we're done tonight. <laughs> you know, whatever. All right, Liz, you've got the first episode. Oh, also too, OG6 Plus. Really want to explain really quickly. We're going to try to stick to like an order, but there are some that, there are some episodes that we may want to cherry pick. All dibs on. All yeah. dibs on. You know, exactly. like, like so episode like, one was supposed to be mine. Right. Oh, I totally nabbed that. For yeah. totally reason, this that is like, no, I'm going to take that one. Okay. We know there's going like, to be a zombie one. So please, please, please. Can I take it? I know. I want the zombie one, but it, it looks like there's a Captain America zombie and it's, and it's Bucky. So I don't know. I, we can arm wrestle for it if you want, but <laughs> yes, I'd pay for that. <laughs> We'll have to record it, like doing virtual or not, maybe like virtual, like rock, paper, scissors or something. Okay. Okay. Like something like we could record for the, for the OG six plus. It's the final countdown. (laughs) And we'll have, we'll have, we'll have sweatbands on. Do you like a montage of us like working out like horribly? Well, right. Like you guys are going to be doing like hand exercises, cracking our hands. Yes, cracking, doing, and yeah, doing, doing, getting stress balls and getting our hands oh, all awesome. warmed up. It's it's gonna be the final countdown. Yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. You're like, Dad, just hold the. Dad, just hold the fucking phone straight so you can film me, Dad. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? That's what a tripod's for. I was going to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm using my tripod. <laughs> I'm not involving Dad in that at all. <laughs> Before we start, I forgot to say, uh, welcome to America's Asses. We are an MCU-centric podcast by women for everybody. Right, ladies? Absolutely. Got it. We fucking suck. It's been like two weeks and we fucking forget everything. Oh my yeah. gosh. Jeez. Well, we're out of we're out of the, the swing of things. We're out of practice. Better late than never. That's all right. All right, Liz, you're up this week. Yes, I am. I totally planned this episode from Jamie. You're welcome. Because OG6 Plus, as you already know, the first Avenger was my first Marvel movie that I saw. And it's the one that got me into all the other Marvel movies. So yeah, I thought first it was Avenger was her first movie and her first love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I thought it was only fitting that I should cover it this was episode. I think so too. Episode. I think it's I perfect. think it was kind of meant to be. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. gonna fight it. Have at it. <laughs> You're like, go. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, so I thought it was a fantastic take on an alternate universe of my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. So we start out the episode. Wait, time where... out. Question. Quick question. Did either of you get a little misty-eyed seeing like a the female beginning? Captain America? Just at all? Yeah. 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 Not misty-eyed, but I was like, Aww. emotional. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, like, yeah. you go, girl. Like it, like it tugged at the heartstrings. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I do have, I do have one major critique at at the end. I have one major critique, but, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think I know what it is. Okay. Is it what you told us? Oh, then I have two major critiques, (laughs) but yes, she just remembered. Well, what I told you, no, I might, I planned on addressing that during your recap because it's that terrible. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So the narrator uh, starts off by saying that this is an endless, that time is an endless possibilities where a single choice can branch into infinite realities. Time out. Did you notice during the opening Marvel sequence at the very end, this series, you know how each series has their own um like Wanda was like this bright red and then when uh, Agatha came it was purple and then last yeah uh, the Marvel you know the Marvel Studios right yep it changed and then this one turned into like brushstrokes of a cartoon yeah it was pretty cool yeah Yeah. and then the whole like literally don't miss the smallest fucking detail right exactly uh so instead of Steve Rogers taking the super soldier serum during World War II we find out what it would be like if Peggy, Peggy Carter took the reins and became Captain Carter. And we are introduced to our guide, the Watcher, and ponder what if. Ooh, so, okay, I've event. got I've got some tidbits <laughs> right off the bat. Okay. Okay. So, um, first of all, I just want to say that the whole intro is total Twilight Zone. Rod Sterling. Yeah, foreshadowing for all love the upcoming it. episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just reminded yeah. me of the Twilight Zone with the clock and, and just look at the. And like, oh, yeah. It reminded me. Like the montage, like yes. kaleidoscope. Yeah. You see, like Vision and Doctor Strange and yes. the zombies. And yeah, it was Yondu. awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah. So yeah, it's awesome. I read this. I don't know how accurate it is because I really didn't go deep, but. Um, when the opening, the outro, and the intro and the outro, apparently, I'm told, are directly taken from the comics. So okay. that's what I'm told. And then... Um, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, did you already say time, space, reality? Did you go there? Yeah. Well, I just said, uh, he, he said that, that time is, uh, is endless possibilities. Okay. All right. I didn't want to say his whole... Spiel. oh okay well he does say time space reality it's more than mm-hmm. a linear path it's a prism of endless possibility and that it references two things one infinity stones question mark oh absolutely time, space reality and then number two the the multiverse right so mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean, those are, that's not necessarily a tidbit. I mean, I, I think you'd have to be a complete buffoon to not catch that, right? Yeah, I would right. hope so. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then um, kind of. the only thing I wanted to also note is that um, the character Autu, which is the Watcher, was mm-hmm. introduced in 1963 in a Fantastic Four comic book. Where nice. he reveals oh. himself to the Fantastic Four. All right. Ooh. Very good. I do have a little background about uh, wh- how do you pronounce his name? Uatu? I thought, I don't know. I was Wait, saying, I hear, mis- I I hear Mr. Big. Hold on. I'm going to ask him. I'm not going to fuck around with this one because he's like the, he's like the main dude of the show. Hold on. And I wrote these, hey, I wrote these a week ago. So I don't remember what I looked it up. I know I looked it up on how to say it, but I don't remember. Hold on, let me ask Mr. Big. That's why I just call him the watcher. Yeah. Like I so much even easier. Go there. I I don't even think at the end when I reference him again, I don't even say his name. I just say the watcher. I would either. Yeah, well, I mean that's what he calls himself. Right. Okay. I'm back. I don't even think he said his name. He just said he was the watcher. No, but Right. All right. So it's we know that his name. Uatu. Uatu. Yeah, that's how you say it. I wasn't that far off. You were not that (laughs) far off at all. You were not that far off at all. You very good. Good job. Uatu. You know, I walked in there and the air conditioner. We have a window unit. 
because, you know, 100 year old house, we have a window unit up there. And it's like the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field up there. <laughs> I come out here and I've got, I'm wearing like panty liners under my armpits. So my, I don't ruin my dress. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, I love it. All right. So Uatu, you were right. Uatu. Uatu. Okay. Um, is that all you had, Jamie, for Uatu? Yes. Okay, so I went in uh, a little bit more detail at like into the actual watchers. This I, I found some pretty cool stuff. So, um, the watchers Uatu, who is one of the watchers, uh, the watchers are uh, a race of space aliens who once tried to interfere in other cultures and instead created a nuclear holocaust. Afterwards, they took a vow of non-interference. So that's how they stopped interfering and it just became the watchers, okay? Because they done fucked up. Watu is the watcher that was asked to watch Earth. And in the comics, he interferes all the time on Earth. Like he doesn't just watch in the comics. He interferes all the fucking <laughs> time. Um, and then they also have, the watchers also have a secret connection to the celestials. Mm, you know, those big robot guys with like the six eyeballs. Um, mm -hmm. They're like those big iron giants, you know? Um, they're always like, they were at like, um, they're always in the background of very, like they were in Thor Ragnarok and they're in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and all that stuff. So um, in the Earth X comics, it was revealed that the Earth is actually incubating a celestial baby and the watchers are working for the celestials to protect that kid and the celestials also created the eternals so the show could end up having a major tie into the eternals movie with the smug face lady with what's well, her name see. well we'll see yeah. we will see we will see What's her name? Smug face. What's her name? Angelina Jolie. Oh, I was like, wait, who are we talking about? <laughs> are they the home wrecker. from this episode? I'm like, wait, what? No, the yeah. home wrecker. But yeah, there's your connection to the Eternals and the Watchers. They are laying groundwork, ladies. Oh, everything means something. It sure does. So in the events of where Steve Rogers is supposed to take the super soldier serum in the movie, Peggy goes to the observation room to see Steve become Captain America. However, in this alternate reality, she stays below per a look that Steve gives her when Dr. Erskine says, well, wouldn't you be more comfortable in the booth? And she looks at Steve and she's like, no, I think I'll stay. So then everybody else stays. I think, I think I'll stay. That's her nexus uh, event, ladies. Exactly. Just by changing her mind of staying instead of going up in the booth, she, she stays, you know, on the main level right by um, whatever the machine Stays uh, in the room where it happens, baby. Right. <laughs> the room where it happens. Uh, <laughs> the explosion by the hydro stowaway still happens, even though she sees what is about to take place. So it's happens on the main level, not up in the booth like it was in the movie. And um, Steve gets shot, thus eliminating his ability to enter the chamber. And uh, he, the stowaway also shoots uh, Colonel Phillips, but doesn't, it, from what I saw, it doesn't shoot Dr. Erskine like he does in the movie. Yes, you're right. There's the Colonel Flynn um, is uh, protesting her entering the chamber and he tells Howard Stark to enter instead. Mm -hmm. However, he says he's just the button pusher, not a soldier. So Peggy defies the orders and enters the chamber to become Captain America, or should I say Captain Carter? Yeah. Uh, because of the explosion, 
the levels went down and they needed to, somebody needed to go into the chamber. Otherwise the project would uh, have failed. Yeah. Have failed. Exactly. Like it was, it was like a now or never decision. Right. Right. Yeah. So Flynn is visibly upset and says he was supposed to get an army. Fucking Jag, man. He played a perfect oh. Flynn in the movie and he does a perfect Flynn in the cartoon. No. Yes. <laughs> so he was, he says he was supposed to get an army and all he got was a girl. Oh, and- motherfucker. Oh, no, you <laughs> I know. did. You wait, 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 wait. Hold it back. and and i'm like i'm thinking how amazing like how different the times are because drakeoff he would have loved the idea to actually have a super soldier woman because that's what he did that's what the black widows were yeah like that's all he did was use women i mean obviously not for good but you know yeah i'm just still use women mr big came in here he heard me yelling He's like, are you okay? <laughs> and we, were talk- we were talking about how Flynn is a dick and said, I wanted a super soldier. All I got was a girl. Wah, wah, wah. And he says, uh, as he continues to undermine her, he says, women aren't soldiers and they sure as hell don't fight on the front lines. They might break a nail. Ugh. And I now dubbed him. Got your nail right here, asshole. <laughs> Right. I now dub him Colonel Douche. Woo! So we have Captain Douche. That happens all the direct, time. Director Douche and Colonel Douche. And Colonel Douche. Wait, we had another douche in Loki. Who was it? I don't remember. Oh, Agent Douche. That's it. Agent Ravana Douche. was Agent Douche. Yeah. Here we go. So then the next scene is uh, one of the first of many parallels between Captain America and Captain Carter. She is punching the punching bag and breaks it just like Steve did at the end of Captain America, the first Avenger in the post credit scene. Mm -hmm. So in this reality, she does not go on the USO tour like OG Cap did. However, the pair still have the same chemistry and both talk about having the right partner to dance with. Uh, Johann Schmidt is still an insane Hydra soldier and is after the Tesseract and he steals it just like he did in the beginning of the OG first Avenger movie. Howard and Peggy are aware of the Tesseract and start their own mission to retrieve the cube. Uh, Howard gives Peggy the suit that she would have worn if she went on the USO tour and provides her with the vibranium shield that wields the British flag instead of the Lone Star. Mm. Uh, Next, we see Peggy hijacking the truck uh, by fighting off German soldiers. uh, Wait, are are they in Norway now? Uh, Yes. So a little tidbit about Red Skull going to Norway. Uh, Tonsberg, Norway, I believe it was. Yeah. So that's the same Norwegian, vill- Norwegian village that became New Asgard in the movies. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In the book yep. or in the comic books, they New Asgard was in Oklahoma. So <laughs> just a tad different, you know. Just a little bit. A couple thousand Maybe halfway miles. Halfway around the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, she hijacks the truck. Um, that is transporting Dr. Uh, Zola, who is in possession of the Tesseract. And after Peggy gets it, she demands to be promoted to captain and trusts Howard with the cube, who immediately starts working on something with Steve. Uh, the 107th uh, still gets captured in this alternate reality. And instead of Steve rescuing the unit, including the Howling Commandos, Peggy is the one who volunteers to rescue them, which results in Steve telling Peggy that he owes her one, and she replies that he owes her a dance. So I love the fact that Peggy would have been in love with him regardless. She didn't just love him for his beefy muscles. Right. In the first place. Like they were meant to be. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah, even if 
things were different. They, yeah. They still have the hats for each other, which is so cute. Yeah. Peggy infiltrates the camp where the 107th are being held captive, are being held captive and proceeds to rescue them. This time, Bucky is in the same cell as the rest of the commandos instead of being (laughs) experimented on like he was in the OG movie. Right. Uh, This is the first appearance of Bucky being voiced by the original Sebastian Stan. And the beginning of his witty witty zingers um and he really? asked if peggy is the queen of england really that's why is that I, what we're I, gonna I just, call it is that I air quoted <laughs> i said i air quoted okay i have big <laughs> nobody feelings. saw me but i air quoted i can't yeah everybody has their notes up nobody can see each other sorry i know right but okay here I have big feelings about fucking Sebastian Stan as a voice actor. He can't fucking do it. <laughs> wow. Are you the queen of England? I'm sorry. He, <laughs> are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? No, dude. You know what you every do. Time, every time he talked, I just started like giggling. Like, you're such a I know, right? <laughs> I mean... Like I laughed through this whole episode. It was because of terrible. How <laughs> terrible. Use the word. Lissa. Alyssa, use the word. <laughs> use it. No. Because you don't want to betray your boyfriend. Whatever. No. Mm-hmm. You know it was terrible, girl. Mm, it no. was cheesy. Okay. It was terrible. I was, I was he was it was cheesy. He was, let me tell you. <laughs> He is a fantastic face I'm just, actor. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just mad that my OG boyfriend was not in it. I'm yeah. a little salty about that. I know when I was watching, I'm like, mm, she probably not happy. Yeah. No, that I was not happy about. That yeah, there's been a, a great surprise. It would have been. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was like, no, that's not him. Wait, I have a question. Is... Black Widow supposed to be in the series at all? No. No. If she is, ScarJo is not going to be the voice of her. No, oh, yeah. I don't think she'll be anything ever. Um, <laughs> Again. I read. I read. She had her yeah. baby. Did you read that? She had her baby. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. They announced that she was pregnant. And then the next day they're like, oh, yeah, we had a boy. His name's Cosmo. <laughs> they named him Cosmo? Yeah. Like Kramer? Uh, yeah like the dog like i was gonna say like the i was gonna say like the dog (laughs) that's what i immediately thought of is that what she named her kid after the fucking smart dog i don't know from from guardians of the galaxy like the 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 oh i was thinking oh no that's comet never mind comets from from full house that's what i was thinking Oh my God, never mind. Oh man. Cosmo now. Kramer from well, Seinfeld. Yeah. Anyway, all yeah. right. Anyway, Cosmo. Oh, no, 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 no. Cosmo is Comet's son in Fuller House. They get a dog in Cosmo. Okay, there we go. Never mind. I, I never knew saw it. that. I knew Time out. That. Time out. Do I have to watch this fucking show now? Because, you know, uh, I heard it wasn't good. That's why I never was, watched Full House. I mean, it was just like Full House, like just kind of cheesy. But that was the reason why I got Netflix was so I could no! watch Fuller House. No! Get the fuck out of here. Get I out! swear to God. Well, Jamie, listen, her first fucking CD was a Celine Dion CD. Are you surprised? <laughs> no, this makes so much sense. It makes so much <laughs> sense. This is why we call you our sweet baby angel. <laughs> my first cd was beastie boys hello nasty see no that was my first cassette with celine although my Uh, my my first first cassette was aerosmith my first cd (laughs) was also a different celine dion but it was a gift (laughs) and and britney spears I never owned any Britney Spears, no Christina Aguilera, no, no Christina, just I... Britney. But it was a gift. Yeah, I'm of a different generation. I'm an Xer among millennials here. 
I have wasn't an my no. choice. I didn't buy it. It was a gift. Okay. But you know what, Alyssa, With my you know, first boombox. Time out. You know, you know what was a choice? You getting Netflix for fucking Fuller House. That was a purpose, purposeful choice. Yes. All right. Move on. We are done. <laughs> I am done. Oh my God. I'm going to sit here in amazement and sip my coffee. Stay gold, girl. Stay gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nikki's like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. I love you. <laughs> How did you turn out so cool? Like, seriously, some of the shit you tell me that you used to do, I was like, this girl is the coolest fucking dame I've ever met. Like, how the hell is she so cool now? But then again, back in the day, we were all big fucking dorks. All of us. I mean, look because at the I'm fuck, friends with the fucking, you. That's right? why. Yeah, so I, no. I mean, what earlier we're talking about our fucking eyebrows. I mean, all of us <laughs> are fucking pencil eyebrows. Like, we're Yo. stupid. God, we're idiots. All right. Where do we leave off? I'm sorry. We are um, almost. Okay. A lot. I'm choking. <laughs> <laughs> comedy gold ladies it's been a while yep <laughs> cheers cheers uh <laughs> she joins forces with the howling commandos and as they are fighting hydra soldiers we oh, hear that's right that's radio- where we left off that's where we left <laughs> off i forgot how, yep. how bad of a voice actor sebastian stan is and then we we veered off really veered off um we hear radio correspondence by steve and he is in a hydra stomper suit with uh tesseract abilities which really resembles the original iron man suit yep and absolutely miss jamie do you have any information on the c15 (laughs) that is visible on the stomper suit before i continue Maybe. <laughs> um, like, I can't find my notes. <laughs> well, that's kind of sort re- of repositioning myself because since it's not my episode, I don't have to like be super like close to the computer. So I, yeah. I moved myself. Um, but yes, I do. The C-15 on the suit is a nod to Captain America issue number 115 which features Steve fighting Red Skull and finding the Cosmic Cube, a.k.a. the Tesseract. Ooh, very nice. Nice. And then also in um, Captain America issue 15, it featured Bucky and Steve fighting side by side. Um, So there could be like dual meaning to that C-15. After rescuing us the unit steve yells let's hear for captain carter just like bucky did for steve after he rescued the og unit again the 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 stellar voice acting of sebastian stan during this bullshit i think he's my friend too like right uh i think he's my friend he's a fan like i said before he's a fantastic face actor terrible voice actor (laughs) terrible well, I know we uh, love we Marvel and MCU, everything MCU, but they got to take their criticism too, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. You can't have everything. Come on. No. Wouldn't be right. No. <laughs> we see a montage of Peggy fighting off German and Hydra soldiers and hey, over here. <clears throat> do you know what song was playing during the, the, the montage? No, you don't. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I supposed to know this? No, you're not supposed to know this because you guys are okay. cooler than me. Okay. You guys are way cooler than me. It was okay. Bugle Call Rag by the late great Benny Goodman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I know that is because I played it in jazz band. 1994. Awesome. Yep. Played the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> We see a montage of Peggy fighting off German and Hydra soldiers and over here, Colonel Flynn stating that this oh. was all his idea, which brings to light that he is even more of a douche. Douche canoe. 
<laughs> the Red Skull reveals himself and is stating that the Third Reich will fall and Hydra will rise from the ashes, just like he said in the OG movie. Uh, Peggy and Steve uh, enjoy a drink of scotch where she tells him that the effects of the alcohol don't last on her. Uh, just like Steve had told her when he was trying to drink his sorrows away in the movie when yeah. Bucky died. Uh, Steve states that now with the serum, Peggy's outsides match her insides. And he says that he is still the skinny kid from Brooklyn. And I got a question Howard- for you. Yes. When he says that, I'm still the skinny kid from Brooklyn. Now in, a, now in a big metal suit. So do you think that was because Spider-Man, Peter Parker says that. He says, I'm nothing without the suit. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm nothing without the Spider-Man suit. Do you think that was like a, a little nod or just like a real yeah, maybe or a yeah. repurposed line? Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I just, you know, you know, little man. That's a good observation because I did not notice that. Yeah. yeah. Little man. We watch a lot of Spider-Man in this house. <laughs> that and Thor, because you know, you know, the princess, her boyfriend is Thor, and right, then, um, which those are like the least movies I've seen. Right. <laughs> and then little man, reasons. we got Spider Man everywhere for little man. He likes, you know. <laughs> All right, it was just an observation. I just want to know what you guys thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they are interrupted by Howard just as they are about to kiss. And he apologizes for the interruption and wants them to continue. He's like, whoa, 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 wait. What, what's going on? Never mind. Don't mind me. I'm not here. <laughs> um, and we find out that Bucky has stolen a Jeep. So the Howling Bucker Commandos- can't even say he stole a Jeep. He's like, hey, Steve, I stole a Jeep. Like... <laughs> Again, with some feeling. Hey, Steve, I stole a Jeep. <laughs> okay, right. Nikki, tell us how you really feel. Sebastian, maybe just like a little more emphasis on Jeep. Hey, Steve, <laughs> I stole a Jeep. Like he's, whatever. And that make it sound like a question? <laughs> yeah, right. Like all of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> right? What? What did he say? What did he say? All right. Uh, I'm sorry. We jump to the Howling Commandos and Captain Carter at the top of the Swiss Alps, where they're going to hijack the Hydra train. This time, when Bucky almost falls, Peggy grabs him by his left arm and pulls him up, where he then says, you almost ripped my arm off. Bottom. And that's and that's how he sounded. <laughs> you almost ripped my arm off. That's exactly how he sounded. <laughs> it literally reminds well, me of um, like the cheesy commercial for insurance from like the nineties. I've got something for, for you. It's Eagle Man. Yeah. <laughs> With Mad Cow or what's his name? What was his yeah. name? Was his yeah, name Mad Cow? I think so. I don't really remember, though. Even they have better actors. Fucking terrible. Right? I still love him, but fucking terrible. He's a fantastic actor. That's the thing. He is a fantastic actor. He does not, obviously does not have this range. Although, he's going to be in a couple more episodes. So maybe they purposely made him, like, cheesy 19... I mean, that's how they were. That's how actors were like super i don't know innocent uh no because look at peggy and colonel douche he was right his and voice he, acting he was fantastic clearly right he nailed that yeah erskine too i mean like they did right the actors did such a, a fantastic job but I, I don't know why they made him just <laughs> did they direct him to act that way we will see we that will find out. That will be one of my questions. One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Steve comes in with the Hydra Stomper suit and tries to stop the train, but it blows up and he is presumed dead instead of Bucky. 
Uh, Peggy is upset and talks to Zola where he gives up the location of Schmidt and the other Hydra soldiers. They want Howard to join and get him by saying there might be a few buttons to push if we bring (laughs) you along. (laughs) The group reach the castle where Schmidt is and fight their way in. Schmidt is using the Tesseract that he got from the Hydra Stomper to open a portal that houses a large octopus creature, and it proceeds to grab Schmidt and with one of its uh, tentacles and crushes him to death. Ooh. Like, that's what you get. Like Lovecraft. Buggy yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> and the Howling Commandos find the Hydra Stomper and Steve, at, where they are relieved to find he's alive. Steve enters the suit and uses the generator to give it some power since it doesn't have the Tesseract, but it falls to the ground and Bucky says, get up. We don't have all day. <laughs> As a reference to, I could do this all day. All day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah, catch yeah. that. I didn't even catch that. You know why? Because I was in such disgust. <laughs> That's why I didn't even catch yeah. that. Good, good, good catch, good catch. As Howard and Peggy are trying to fight off the creature by pushing German buttons, buttons <laughs> yes, that he can't read, and her fighting the beast, the rest of the group join them, where Bucky says, who ordered the calamari? <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's dying over there. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have a bigger critique than Sebi, than dear beloved Sebi. I have a bigger critique than this. Yeah. Okay. I have like three more paragraphs. No, no, go, go. Um, Take your time. I'm just saying. Like, believe it or not, I'm making a big deal about this. I know I'm over. It's like too much, but yeah. Uh, Howard says he can't close the portal because the octopus is keeping it open. And Peggy says that she can push it back through. Steve tries to help, but the suit loses power and watches Peggy push the creature back into the portal along with herself. Time Uh, out. You missed a part. What did I miss? Her drawing the sword. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. um, Excalibur. Excalibur. Yeah. It was like she was like King Arthur pulling Excalibur out of the stone. You know? And that is actually a reference to one of Captain Britain's um, signature weapons in the comics. Do you know and that's, what's the what's the Pacifics? I was going to say <laughs> the Pacifics. Pacifics? Pacific? Pacifics? To the, um, what are no, the, I do not. Okay. You are right. I have in the comics, Captain Britain, he has a deep connection to the multiverse. And I'll, I'll explain. And that sword. Oh. So Merlin, the wizard in King Arthur's court, was the first uh-huh. person who discovered and categorized the multiverse, according to the comics. Then made sure that each multiverse had a Captain Britain, you know, to protect it. And mm-hmm. each candidate could choose from one of two weapons, uh, the amulet of right or the sword of might. So if Peggy Carter is Captain Britain for her reality, then this could be the sword of might that she oh, chose. Okay. So in, in, um, in some comics, uh, it allows Captain Britain to travel in between the universes too. So yeah, isn't that cool? Mm. Yeah. But yeah, I love the sword. I love that she pulled it out. It's like, Excalibur! (laughs) We then jump to the Tesseract being worked on like it was at the beginning of the first Avengers movie at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. Uh, The Tesseract gives off energy and parts of the octopus spit out of it along with Peggy. You mean the calamari? (laughs) (laughs) She is greeted by Fury and Hawkeye. Fury tells her to put the sword down, just like he had told Loki to put the spear down when he came out of the Tesseract. 
She said she's looking for Steve Rogers, and Fury then tells her the war ended nearly 70 years ago, just as he had told OG Cap that he was asleep for nearly 70 years. And she said she'll be okay because they won the war. Oh. Then the narrator says her choice gave birth to a whole new history and gave the multiverse a new hero. As for the Watcher, these are his stories where he observes all that transpires but does not, will not, and cannot interfere, for he is the Watcher. I do have something about the monster at the end. Uh Um, The monster could possibly be uh, Shuma Garath an interdimensional being that will devour everything it comes across. So Shuma Garath is actually rumored to be the villain in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which makes sense because Doctor Strange defeats the monster in the Marvel comics to become the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, so oh. this monster quite could could quite possibly be a, a major key villain in phases four and five. Ooh. Yeah. So what was your major critique about this episode? Okay. In the first Avenger, I don't remember Steve Rogers having an Iron Man sidekick. Do you? Do you? I don't. So why the fuck do they have Peggy Carter needing a fucking Iron Man sidekick? I'm just saying. Like, it just didn't sit well with me. She's a strong-ass woman. She's a strong-ass woman. She could have done everything on her own. And she did it all without a helmet. Where Captain America wore a helmet. There's that. It it just rubs me the wrong way. And if... Well, he had a helmet only because that was, like, his costume. Which he did in the USO. Well, she she didn't didn't have a helmet for her costume either. She didn't have... They didn't give her a helmet. But she never... But she didn't actually use the full costume. Oh, okay. All right. Because she wasn't in the tour. Like, she didn't go on tour like he did. Yeah. What my biggest thing, my biggest question was, was, okay, so in the first movie, they kill Dr. Erskine. So, obviously, all of the serum and everything, and then they destroyed the one the last vial so there was absolutely nothing they could you do mm-hmm. to recreate it mm-hmm. and you know we know many people have tried ever since mm-hmm. but in this episode they don't shoot him he's still alive so why yeah. does Flynn say well I wanted an army and all I got was a girl well he's still alive can he makes more super soldiers that's I what don't I don't know. understand I don't know. like why why they're saying you know I get why Steve was the only one because they killed him. Right. But they didn't kill him in this alternate universe. So why wouldn't there be more like Captain Carter's? Well, I mean, that was just a few months in. Give it time. It's like, I'm sure. I was like, there's only a 30 minute episode. Yeah, but right. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I know. I know. It's okay. So that's be, your like, criti- follow so, along the lines. Well, you want no. That's but that was my can, question. Okay, that's your question for clarity. Okay, we're jumping around here. So okay, so your question mm-hmm. of clarity is: Is he still alive? Right. Got that down. Because they um, shot Colonel Phillips instead, and right. Steve. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. I'm sure because all of these are going to connect. Because you see in like the promos, you know, they're all there fighting Ultron. So, you know, they all connect. I wanted to um, just give props to Peggy Carter for being the international badass that she is. Uh, (laughs) I just think she was fucking badass. You know, she's a man. I wish I was like Peggy Carter. I wish I was like Peggy Park Carter before the super soldier serum. <laughs> Man, she could, nobody could pull off a red lip like her. Seriously. <laughs> I cannot pull I off a red it. lip like that. No. Man. Ugh. No, but you see where my, or my earlier point was? Like, why did she have to have a sidekick? Right. 
you know, well, and the only why couldn't she kind of stand alone? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I get it. because yeah, you, Steve like, could have done. The only thing I thought was that maybe that was their way of like giving him a little more, like a roadie, like more, like a little bit more of a role in this. Yeah, like maybe they merged, like you know, two, you know, two characters. It, it did kind of be like roadie, like where it, when he got yeah shot and where she's punching the bag and he's you know using the bars to hold himself up right like learning to walk maybe maybe he's like roadie yeah it still didn't sit with me well that she had to have a sidekick it still didn't because i mean i know i I understand what you guys are saying that you mm-hmm. know they had to put steve in there somewhere right they had like to. a little more than like that little bitty role in the beginning right mm-hmm. right but to be honest no they did it i mean they needed to show that their love story that's fine but show their love story mm-hmm. why put him in an iron man suit you know well, maybe I mean, they didn't want it to be well, because she's a girl, like she has to have a love story. But it was still there anyway. Right. But that was because it was in the movie. Maybe they didn't want to emphasize it more. I don't know. And then they still gave her a knight in shining armor. You know, like he still came to save her. And it's like, we don't need fucking knights in shining armor. We need somebody to support us and love us. That was we need somebody to fight along with us and that's what he did maybe 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 like i'm somebody just who has our back and he had her back he had her six yeah right yeah okay maybe i'm just being ultra femme sorry <laughs> my glory i'm reading it, i'm reading gloria Steinem's uh biography right now can you tell I'm getting real defensive. <laughs> oh my god. No. That's why I bought these big glasses. They're transition too. So, you know, just like Gloria. But no, I'm joking. They're not, not transition. Um, okay. What the, you know what? That was a fantastic, fantastic yeah, job. Great recap. Great recap awesome. I All was right. so excited about it. It was so good. It was so good. Okay. So, I mean, that was my only critique. I loved it. I did get misty eyed. <laughs> I was so happy to see. I mean, I, okay. Aside from that critique that I had getting, you know, being a femme Nazi and stuff like why, you know, whatever. Other than that, I think Marvel is really starting to represent. I mean, everything has had representation by women that they've been mm-hmm. releasing in phase four. Oh yeah they're doing great they're doing a good job they could do more but there's time to do more so right eternals i hear is trying and and you know making with all the effort. female yeah and with all yeah. the female writers and directors they're really and people of color i mean they're really starting to they're they're trying to they're definitely uh, being more inclusive that's the word Yes, absolutely. And we love it. We love it. Okay, so I want to introduce to you, ladies, before we go through questions for clarity, I would like to introduce to you a new segment we like to call Ch-ch-ch-changes turn and face the stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) So... This definitely works for this episode. And it there's only, I don't know how long we're going to keep this segment. We're going to keep it going as long as we can. So where we go through all the changes. So we call this cha-cha-cha changes, turn the face the strange. You get it? Like Bowie? Anyway, uh, you guys don't listen to my music. You say I'm an old person listening to music. They all have different tastes than me. Oh, that was, no. Oh, now you're so nice, Jamie. Before you're like, your music, your music is like a 70-year-old man music. Well, it is. When you and my dad share very similar music tastes, what do you want me to say? <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway, so we're gonna go through. I love you guys so fucking much. I missed you so fucking much. 
All right. So here are like some observances and just some things that I was thinking about, like changes in the multiverse. Okay. Iron Man technology was technically created during World War I, according to this episode. World War II. Right? What did I say? You said World War I. No, no, not the Great War. World War II. So that means, and Erskine was not killed, right? So this goes along with your Didn't appear to be. Right? I didn't see him either. So that means more super soldiers legitimately would have existed in the MCU and in Captain Carter's timeline, right? John Flynn took charge of the SSR before the end of World War II. Although Flynn was, you know, initially dismissive of Carter and believed that women weren't made to be soldiers, he did recognize her potential. Right. And he probably took blood samples and then Erskine's alive and he just it did take blood samples. They showed her. Yeah. Yeah. So they probably made their super soldier serum. Right. So there's that. So there is in her timeline. I bet you there are a lot of super soldiers. Also, too, because of that, I just thought of this now. Poor Isaiah Bradley probably never would have been tortured. Because, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's number one and two. Number three, the founding of S.H.I.E.L.D. wouldn't have been Peggy Carter. Right? What would the Peggy... Maybe Steve did it. Maybe. Maybe. While she was uh, and stuck in the Tesseract. Maybe. Maybe. I bet you he might have. We'll find out. Right? Yeah, how she, how she created it when he was gone. Right. Maybe and him and Howard did it. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it was him and Howard. We'll see. Um, so in the main MCU timeline, Hydra res- uh, responded to their World War II defeat by taking advantage of Operation Paperclip and infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that when they did all that. We can't say that for certain whether they would have done that in What If, right? We, we don't know. But if they had, the odds are that the odds are good that they would have not even gotten that far because of Captain Carter's, in Captain Carter's reality, they've been denied their greatest asset, Bucky fucking Barnes, right? They don't have the super soldier. That's the only reason why they were able to infiltrate. So that's what I was wondering how they were going to, you know, you see in, even in the beginning, and we've seen it in the previews, Bucky with long hair, like the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's so, the zombie one that we're going to arm wrestle. <laughs> right, but I was wondering, like, well, how would he even, how would he even get to that if he was never captured by Hydra? Right. Well, like that's. I wonder how maybe, they're going to set that up. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, well, who knows? Is this all the same timeline? Are all of these the same timeline? They are. Uh, spoiler alert, they are. They're all the same timeline. I have proof. Uh, next week's episode, I have proof. Or next week's, today's, episode two. <laughs> episode two. Uh, we're dropping both of these at the same time. Episode two, I have, uh, yeah, they are connected. But yeah, that would be interesting. You're right. To see how did he get to, you know, dirty Bucky, you know? <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know how to shower? Who doesn't not? Who looks like he smells like patchouli? <laughs> when don't tell me that when you smell patchouli, you don't think dirty. Bucky Barnes, Bucky Barnes oh God, yeah. dirty. Take a fucking shower. Patchouli is not deodorant, Dick. Please. Well, I once dated a guy who used patchouli in his nether regions, and he wondered why I never went to his nether region <laughs> right yeah uh, i told him flat out i'm like dude do not use patchouli he's like doesn't it smell good i thought ladies like yeah, patchouli no, i'm like no ladies like splash some irish spring on there baby <laughs> right come on what i like the smell of soap soap yes yeah. dial gold dial irish but, spring you know who yeah. i got 
Definitely Irish Spring. Whatever. Lever 2000. Remember, do they still make Lever 2000? I, still I love think that they do. Oh. I think I they do. Or if they, if it's not really out, it's probably at the dollar store. I I miss Lever 2000. Because I used to love that shit. And then, and then that was before gel body soap became so popular. Man, Lever 2000. That stuff smelled so good. Anyway, sides. Okay, back to my cha-cha-cha changes. So then... What if um, inverted the stories of Steve and Peggy, right? So that's what we're talking about now. So Captain Carter's heroism saw her go to the portal and she vanished into time and space and she emerged 70 years later, like we saw, right? That means 70. it's 70 years later. That means Steve Rogers lived all through the 20th century without Peggy. That means that possibly he didn't become old cap because he went back to the forties. He was old cap because he actually lived that long. Mm. What do you think? Just in this time. Oh, fuck. Right. Wait, I'm going even farther down this fucking rabbit hole. Remember way back when Loki episode one, where we see a little glimpse of Captain Carter. Oh, I'm sorry. Agent Carter being Mm -hmm. brought in by the TVA. Her nexus event was staying in the room where it happens. Yeah. And oh, right. And yeah, this did not happen yet. So and and uh, Sylvie hadn't killed Kang yet. So or he who remains, she hadn't killed him yet. So none of this reality was even none of this branched off yet. So she could have that was her nexus event and she was never arrested or pruned. So now this whole thing is happening. Connections, everything means something. Girls, I am telling you, I went deep. deep. (laughs) But it was good. It was. Wait, I got three more points. I'll go real fast. Next one, think about it. President Kennedy may have never been assassinated. Because as we know, Winter Soldier, when he was brainwashed, he killed JFK, right? So he would still be alive. Mm -hmm. Tesseract technology uh, was far more advanced during Carter's time, meaning Howard Stark would have unlocked more of its secrets sooner than later. So moving forward through decades, this meant that the Cree science, that that Marvell would be unable to infiltrate Earth and take the Tesseract, not meaning we would never have a Captain Marvel. Dun, dun, dun. I'm telling you. That's why this isn't the main timeline. Because <laughs> it screws everything up. It fucks it all up. And finally, my final point on changes, just by Peggy being in the room where it happens, Tony Stark's parents would never have been killed because there's no winter soldier. Yep. Mic dropped. I got meta guys. I got real meta. (laughs) That was great though. Yeah. All right. So do we have questions for clarity? Phyllis already had hers. Okay. So what I had. Okay, what will happen with Erskine? Is he still alive? Okay, I have, did uh, did the directors, um, <laughs> did they direct Sebi to be a bad voice actor? Like, did they make him, we will find out because he's in a couple other episodes and we will find yes. out if he has the chops. I'll give him a pass this one. But in the next one, if he is just as stale, I'm writing him off. <laughs> he's done, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm checking him off. He was the just list. a phase. He was a phase. He was a phase. 
It was the hungry eyes. It got me. <laughs> All right, ladies. Fantastic episode. Alyssa, you fucking knocked it out of the park, girl. You Thank killed you. it. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you got for us, Liz? Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this in a while. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and we're taking out YouTube, right? We're not doing YouTube anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's another thing. OG6+. plus. If you knew, I, you know what, and the sad thing, my friend Bradley, he just, we have six subscribers on the YouTubes. So now I'm like, maybe we should keep it for the six people, mainly because my friend Bradley listens to us on YouTube. Okay. It just takes forever. It's fine. I'll just keep it. I'll just, you know what, I'll upload it at night. Just they'll get it when they get it kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. They'll get it when they get it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure if I needed yeah. to cut that out or not. I was, I know. No, go ahead. Find us Keep wherever it. you listen to podcasts. We are on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and anchor. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram. Also too, if you want to email us, you know, drop us a line, give us your alternative theories or just point out shit we got wrong or point out stuff we missed you can email us at america's asses galcast at gmail.com and you can also do another thing for us you can like us love us follow us rate us review us and subscribe to us and one more thing i love you love you i love you Three thousand. boom shaka Do the ticky tacks. <gasps> Here's something I wanted to tell you too. The algorithm on my ticky tacks, terrible. Absolutely terrible. I am off I of Marvel. Like I am off of Marvel. I am off of hot meat men. You know, oh, like I'm the on hot thirst meat trap. Men. I am off of thirst trap. I'm off of Marvel. I keep sending them to you, so I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why either. I am all about my my algorithm is all like vax shit it's all covid shit i gotta get off of it i don't i get that i get so up well you guys well no you know i don't need it because i get so incredibly emotional about it i know like sticky talks are supposed to be like your your yes yeah right yes i don't go to tiki talks for my new stuff right i don't go to tiki talks for my news i go to the tiki go there for my news I go there for entertainment yes. and to gaggle and Google like, at relax and, men. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, oh yeah. So I got, I got to start doing different ticky talks. <laughs> when thirst traps are sent to you, click the heart that helps your algorithm. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm new to the Tiki Tax girls. I just started like mid pandemic. Oh, I got, I got a coffee burp. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that one burned. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee too late at night and I'm going to have heartburn. You're going to pay for it. <laughs> I know, but I was so tired. I was up at 4 a.m. today and we're re- just, I had to, ha- I had to do it. Now, now she's not going to be able to sleep because she has heartburn. <laughs> that's okay i'll just stay up and edit i'll just edit all night it's all good this has been america's asses